Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and today is, well, it's kind of a ramble gamble, but I'm going to call it how to overcome overwhelm utilizing feng shui. If you missed my ramble gamble from a couple of uh, weeks ago, I would encourage you to go back and just listen to it so you kind of understand what the hell it is. Um, even though, I don't know, I think it's going to be a mix. But basically, uh, I'm going to be rambling on today about overwhelm, anxiety, the emotions we're all experiencing. So it's going to be a little bit of a ramble. A little bit of a rant so but uh, I'm getting so many messages from all y'all <laughs> and I kept thinking that oh I've covered this I've talked about this you know what what am I going to talk about this week I was trying to you know look for the inspiration look for what I wanted to talk about today and the same theme keeps coming up again and again and again and again <laughs> so here we are feng shui is gonna save the day again um i think that the the biggest problem with a lot of people is they associate feng shui with moving your couch or uh lining your bedroom up a certain way and you know putting the doves in the corner to attract love i don't know it's all that kitschy shit that i don't think is feng shui i mean sure it helps but you know, the real art of feng shui is understanding chi. And you yourself have chi, and so does your environment. So, wasn't really sure what I wanted to talk about today. And I've been kind of marinating on this idea of cultivating our thoughts. And, uh, you know, I always, always, always talk about cultivating your chi. But um, I know that all of you are feeling this intense energy. And this is exactly why astrologer Sharita Starr and I did our workshop a couple of weeks ago. I think it was, oh shoot, I think it was the beginning of uh, August that we launched that. It's called How to Navigate Fall Gracefully. But the whole point of that workshop was to help explain to you what the hell is going on. And... We don't want to just, you know, tell you what's going on, but how do you work with this energy? How do you manage it? And how do you thrive in it? So I'm going to leave that workshop up for probably another two weeks uh, before I take it down. So I would highly encourage you go and check that out. If it's something that you're really wanting to better understand, I'm going to touch on some of the uh, tips today, but I won't be able to get into all of it. The, the video that she and I did is... I don't know, it's like 90 minutes. So we really go into it. But the second half of this year is really going to be pinging us pretty hard. And 
as I really thought about today's show, you know, as I said, I wasn't really sure about the direction that I wanted this to go. I, I, you know, I keep hearing that you guys are out of whack and I keep hearing that you're in overwhelm, but I keep thinking, well, hell, I've already talked about this, but I had to take a step back and realize that as of yesterday, we have received 83 emails from folks just in the last week (laughs) with a myriad of emotions and freaking out. What do I do, Amanda? Here are just a few that I selected of those 83. Alice, this year has been unpredictable and freaking out of control. Just when I think I have a handle on things, something else pops up. This is causing so many triggers. How do I utilize my home and my chi to create a safe place? From Christy, how do I help my kids? They thrived during the lockdown. They did their schoolwork. They played. They were so happy. They were even meditating. But now, now that school's back in, it's just pure chaos. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to keep the kids happy. But my emotions and my anxiety are going through the roof. From Anna, how do I deal with all these emotions? It's a constant up and down and I feel like I'm on a bipolar roller coaster. (laughs) I love that one. Isabel, I have so much anxiety. How do I overcome this? I'm so anxious and I'm so overwhelmed. From Corey, how do we stay neutral when everything is so polarized? How on earth do I discern what to do in such uncertain times? And listen, that's just a a sampling of some of the emails that we've gotten. I I can't even tell you, we've just gotten over 80 this week, and that's just this week. So the thing is, is that the big theme, which you can see or hear just from these, is that it's anxiety, it's overwhelm, and emotions are all over the place, right? They're just all over the place. And now that the kids are going back to school, it's just causing more anxiety, more overwhelm, and more uncertainty. Because we're really entering into a paradigm that we've never experienced before, right? So what's really funny is that many of my closest friends who know me really well are reaching out. And (laughs) I've had three, this is no joke, I've literally had three ask me to move in with them. Uh, My friend Rachel is like, girl, your energy is so calm and your presence just being around you helps me and my family. And this is no joke. Like I've had, uh, I had another friend reach out and just say, I wish you could just move in with me for a month. Like I just need you around me to help me calm the F down. But it's true. I am an extremely calm person. Very little phases me and very little overwhelms me. But I have feng shui and its teachings to thank for that. I mean, the the whole reason that I am the way that I am is because I've been doing this work for over 22 years. And of course, I'm a Scorpio, right? Like I am built for chaos. I am built for death and rebirth. Like those who know me really well and know my real story, they tell me all the time that they can't believe that like I'm quote unquote normal, which... (laughs) what the hell is normal anyways right but 
I am built for the unpredictable and chaotic world. And I'm built for being at home. I'm highly introverted. I do not need outside stimulation at all. I love myself. I love being with myself. So I don't, you know, crawl the walls as I've heard many of you saying that you're doing like from the chaos. So the big question always is, Amanda, how on earth do you do this? Well, you already know. If you are a fan of this show, you already know what I'm going to say, right? It's chi cultivation. My teachings are rooted in Tibetan bond Buddhism. So these are not shallow teachings, you know, just shit that's on the surface where most people practice their feng shui. My teachings are very shamanic and the workings with the energy that I do are literally in another dimension. I mean... It's extremely empowering. And the, this, this knowledge, it allows you to understand how powerful you are. It's why I shared my moving heart method uh, with my Feng Shui Root Canal podcast two weeks ago. When you understand that you are a powerhouse, you understand that you have the power to change your circumstances. You have the reality that you create. And so... Here is my two cents about if you are experiencing angst, anxiety, overwhelm, tons of emotions, here is what I would recommend. We have been conditioned to seek and form a reality that is outside of ourselves. And this is through the consumption of information based on what you're told by authority figures you believe And it's everything around us. It's our educational system, our financial system, our government policies, social media, media and the news, you name it. But these narratives are highly, highly skewed and they're likely not true to you. But when you do not take the time to find your inner truth, you grasp to what you are being told. And without realizing it, you and everyone else around you buys that bill of goods and together you're creating a reality. This is essentially mass consciousness. And again, for those that have taken my Mastering Feng Shui course, this is why I cover the idea of consciousness and the mind in the first two modules. You have to understand if you have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. And you have to understand if you're open to the incredible power that you possess, then you can lean into the idea of creating your own reality. And the problem is, is that most people have really bought a bill of goods that does not serve them and they believe a certain way. And there's hundreds of thousands of people that are thinking this. And that's how we've created this so-called timeline. I know it's like a a mind pretzel. (laughs) But the most important thing of this information is that you are incredibly powerful. Your gift to this world is your autonomy and your sovereignty. And that is what being a spiritual being is all about. It's about you coming to this earth plane and sharing your unique perspective and your uniqueness with us. We're all different, which is totally rad. The problem is, is that this concept has been stolen from you. 
and you've been led to believe that you're completely powerless, that you're worthless, that you have nothing to give to the world. And this is why you feel anxious, overwhelmed, scared, all that you can just insert the blah, blah, blah emotion. Why? Because your soul is literally screaming from the inside. No, 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 this is totally false. This is not who you are, Debbie. You are the most powerful being in all of the universe, right? But you continue to consume more social media, you watch the news, and you buy into the fear. Oh my God. And before you know it, you're back to the chaos, you're back to the fear, you're back to the overwhelm. <sighs> and now you have insomnia and you can't sleep and you can't eat. And you're just a ball of nerves, right? That bipolar roller coaster. <laughs> I love that example. So my podcast that I did a couple weeks ago, which I was just talking about, the Feng Shui Root Canal, is a perfect example. A person of authority, my dentist, basically indicated that I was an idiot for thinking that I could avoid a root canal. My option was basically get a root canal or have the tooth pulled. And I was like, no, those aren't my options. I want a better option. But my dentist basically indicated that, you know, I was an idiot. There was no way in hell I was going to avoid a root canal. He was the authority. He was the one that knew better because he was the dentist. But here's the problem. I know better. I know the power that I have. Hell, it's not uncommon when I do ceremonies and I have the proof <laughs> to back this up. My friends, my family, the people around me have seen this happen. When I do ceremonies at this point, I have to tone it down. I blow out lights, microwaves, computers, hell, I've even blown out an HVAC system. That's how powerful you are too. The problem is, is you've been led to believe otherwise. But you have the power to change your reality. The institutions that we have grown up with and basically bought into and what we've relied on to give us our structure and truth is completely falling apart. They're being transformed in an extremely big way. And for people that don't like change and for people that want things to stay the same, this is going to be very scary because what do humans hate? Change. <laughs> Guess what is a constant and is inevitable? Change. <laughs> so what makes this change hard to consume is that we are being assaulted from all angles by fear and propaganda and Christ Almighty, the fact that it's also an election year. Oh my good Lord, <laughs> does not make this any easier. Everybody is so freaking polarized. There's so much duality going on right now. It's insane. And then you add in the whole uh, propaganda around the pandemic of should you wear a mask? Should you not wear a mask? You know, and, and the, uh, the nonsense that's going on around that. It's not to say that it's right or it's wrong. The problem is, is that we're all being told what to do and it doesn't resonate with everyone. So 
I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm not here to tell you what to do. But I am here to tell you that you need to find your inner truth, your inner compass, which has been turned off and really hasn't been being utilized because somebody else has been running it for you. You must do and find your inner truth by doing the inner work of cultivation. Want to know why I'm so damn calm and nothing phases me? Because I do the damn work. I haven't had a television in seven years. I live like a monk. (laughs) This is the truth. I read spiritual texts. I do yoga. I spend time in nature. I meditate. And the thing is, is that to the outside world, when life was quote unquote, seemingly good, oh my God, this seems so boring and so absurd. Oh, Amanda, you're so young. You should be out living it up, having a good time, going on dates, going to raves, going to musical things, going out. But that's not me. That to me is seeking information and seeking a reality that is outside of myself. That is not my truth. And so suddenly, when the unexpected happens, now everyone is turning to me asking me why I'm so damn calm. (laughs) Nothing has changed except my inner world and my outer world are exceptionally cultivated. So you must must, must tend to the garden of your mind. 90% of your thoughts are on repeat. Let me repeat that. 90% of your thoughts are on repeat. So what can you do to pull the weeds that are toxic to your outcome? What can you do to pull the weeds that are messing up the results in your life? It's time to lead. It's time to break away from the systems that, you know, once defined you, but are now the death of you. Everyone is experiencing their own struggle, but the work of a mature person learns how to carry grief and sadness and also learns the art of gratitude. As Francis Weller, oh my gosh, so famously said, grief keeps the heart fluid and soft, which helps make compassion possible. So I love this from the Dalai Lama. One of, uh, he went on this tour and and this group of girls asked him, how do we rid ourselves of negative thoughts? How do we rid ourselves of negative emotion? The enormous grief that I'm experiencing right now is so unbearable. How do I break this pattern? Here's what he said. Negative emotion is related to two things. Number one, a self-centered attitude. I, 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 me, me, me. Number two, we accept reality as it appears. Boom. He follows, my religion is kindness. Be kind because it's always, always possible, the Dalai Lama. I would encourage all of you to start doing small acts of kindness 
Because by doing this, you create a paradigm that shifts the timeline and shifts reality. And it gets you out of your own way. And instead of sending out overwhelm and angst, you flood the world with love and compassion. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> That's what we want. I was just reading this fantastic article the other day. Uh, I don't know where this is happening. I think it was Philadelphia. But uh, this concept of the hanger coffee. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but um, I really want to start a movement. So for every single one of you that is listening to this today, I want you to start doing this. The concept is called a hanger uh, coffee or a hanger meal. And what it is, is that if you go somewhere and you purchase either a cup of coffee or you uh, purchase a meal, you buy a hanger. And what that means is that you're buying a, a duplicate of whatever it is that you're purchasing. Maybe you buy an extra coffee, maybe you buy uh, an extra meal, maybe you buy mo both of those. But the hanger concept is that for anybody who's hanging around that cannot afford such things, they can come up to the counter and they can ask, is there any hangers today? And they can get a free cup of coffee and a free meal. There are a lot of people that are out of work right now. And there are a lot of people that are holding on to the old paradigm of humility and terrified to speak up. They're terrified to let people know that they don't have enough, that they can't afford a cup of coffee or they can't afford a meal. So if you go somewhere and let your institution, whether it's your local coffee shop, your local diner, let them know about this concept and start putting the information out there. Let people know that this is a thing because you may think that your neighbor, your friend, that, you know, somebody that's close to you is doing okay when in fact they're drowning. More and more people are losing their jobs. They're losing their homes. We are literally experiencing 2008 all over again. And I lost everything in 2008 and I would have loved to be able to go somewhere to get a cup of coffee because I would not have indulged in such things for myself because it was far too decadent. A $4 coffee back then was way too much when I had uh, just so much falling in around me, so much debt, so much going wrong. So this concept is a terrific way for someone to walk up to a counter and just say, are there any hangers today? As we enter into the fall and then quickly into the winter, man, sometimes all you need is a hot cup of coffee to make life just a little bit sweeter. We all have to approach life with a lot more grace. And you have to understand that we are entering a paradigm of community and collaboration. How can you help your friends? How can you help your neighbors? How can you help somebody that you do not know? Random acts of kindness. Stop focusing on what you don't want and start focusing on what you do want. Most of what we worry about never actually happens. But here's the thing. Worry is a form of prayer. And most of us, when we're worrying, we're worrying about ourselves. And what did the Dal Dalai Lama just say? I, 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 me, me, me. Got to stop being selfish, folks. And guess what? When we worry and worry and worry and we're filled with overwhelm, sometimes we end up manifesting exactly what we don't want. Because guess what? 
you're spending so much damn energy on not wanting it. You literally steer the energy towards the very thing you don't want. So what can you do? Number one, get rid of the selfish behavior. You are not the center of the universe. You're an amazing being, don't get me wrong, and you're very powerful. But we are moving into a softer paradigm that is filled with community, collaboration, and love for all. So how can you start taking care of others today and showing kindness? Trust me, when you start doing this, oh, pitter-patter, your heart will skip a beat. That, my friends, oh, that is some of the most delicious chi. The EMF that comes off your heart is far superior than the bullshit that comes off your mind. Get out of your head and into your heart. Number two, every time you have a worrisome thought, immediately flip the script and reverse it. Think of something you are truly grateful for. You know what I'm grateful for this very moment? (laughs) I'm grateful that I have my peppermint chapstick. Yep, you heard that right. But that's what gratitude is all about. It's the little things. It's the mundane things. Have gratitude. The next 10 weeks are going to be, mm, we're going to call it a little bumpy. Slow the F down. Stop trying to do 100 things. One, you're not built for that. Number two, That's what this paradigm shift is all about. We have been focusing on the wrong damn things. We are so caught up in our heads. We need to be in our hearts. So moving forward, each day, pick only three things. That's it. Three things. No more than three things. Three things, folks. Three for your to-do list. That's it. Be extremely, this is number four. Be extremely, extremely mindful in every single thing that you do. Stop doing things while thinking a gazillion other thoughts. Oh my God, we are so spastic as a culture. For example, this is something I love to do. When I cook a meal, I am cooking a damn meal. I am throwing down in that kitchen. I may listen to music or I may chant the entire time I'm cooking. I drive delicious chi into the foods I prep and chop. Oh my God, people think I'm ridiculous. My friends tell me I'm ridiculous and they love it. They actually hold up their wine glasses and they cheer me because I indulge in the beauty. Oh my God. You're chopping tomatoes or eggplant or some beautiful lettuce. Man, I am telling them how wonderful they are. I am. I'm telling that tomato it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. That avocado, ooh, hot damn, she's beautiful. I cook with intention and I slow down and I enjoy every, every, every part of that process. I do not think about anything else. The name of the game to avoid overwhelm. When you're really feeling anxious and overwhelm and all that fear, stop thinking so damn much. You gotta get out of your own head. You gotta get into your heart. So if you slow down and you start getting more mindful, you find that you're, you're just going back to easy, flowy, graceful, just 
grateful things, right? You are all about right now. So focus on how grateful you are for the right now and that delicious, beautiful avocado and the tomato and how they're about to get it on in your salad. That's right. Everything is slowing down and being more, more, way more, way, way more mindful. Even if you're pumping gas or doing laundry, I want you to go into that damn task like it is the most important damn thing that you are doing today and holding the biggest heart of gratitude. If you're doing laundry, hot damn, you got clean clothes coming. If you're pumping gas, hot damn, your car is going to move forward. That's some grace and that's some hallelujah right there. (laughs) Number five, now more than ever. Listen up. This is for all you overachievers out there. And just FYI, I'm a recovering overachiever myself. But now more than ever, it is time to do nothing. Yes, you heard me right. Stop doing so much. Take lots and lots and lots and lots of time to do nothing. We have six planets right now in retrograde. And their aspects are literally making you feel like one foot is on the brake and one is on the accelerator. Just stop. You cannot outdo, move ahead, get away from this energy. You can't. I am literally giving you a permission slip to do nothing. Now is the time to go inward. Get out in nature. Putter, putter, putter. Oh, I love to putter. Cook with absolute delight. Watch movies, read, write, journal, play with the kids. Spend every ounce of your time outside of working seeking joy. Stop doing and start being. Do you hear me, overachievers? Three things. That's it. Nothing else. So from now until December, it is the time to do nothing. (laughs) Listen to this. So this is how you are going to let go of the angst. Take on the mantra here and now. I am here. I am here now. That was then. This is now. Now, now, now. That's how you're going to be a lot more mindful. And really be mindful in every damn task that you do. I don't care if you're pumping gas. I don't care if you're doing laundry. I don't care if you're tying your shoelaces. Right here, right now, that's all there is. As we move into the fall, you have to expect the unexpected. Literally, the planet Uranus, which is all about shock and rebellion and individuality, It went retrograde a couple of weeks ago. And he's really the ruling planet of 2020. And guess what he loves to do? He likes to shake shit up. Expect the unexpected. And also anticipate great, great change. We are going through a massive paradigm shift. Yay! This is so exciting. There's going to be grief. Yes, there's going to be sadness. Yes, there's going to be anxiety but there doesn't have to be. If you slow down, if you start being far more mindful, 
stop overscheduling yourself and just be, you will instead become the spectator and not the victim of circumstance. Honor the cycles of nature. Think about it. What is nature doing right now? That's right. She's winding down. The leaves are starting to fall off the trees. Things are starting to get quieter. I typically fill my bird feeder twice a day. I'm now filling it up every other day because the birds are starting to migrate for winter. So honor that. Celebrate that. Really, really sit in the idea of just being. Wind down. This is such a great reminder to let go, rest, and reflect. And it's, a, it's really a time to start hunkering down and just prepare for hibernation, being indoors, doing joyful activities, hanging out with your kids and your family, going out and indulging in nature. She's gorgeous this time of year. And I, I should also mention I guarantee you if you stop thinking about the future and you stop thinking about the past and just focus on the here and now, you will tap into your heart. Slow down and really enjoy the damn scenery. Oh my gosh, there's so many things to be celebrating and honoring and indulging in. And I should mention, this includes getting off your damn phone. I encourage all of you to take a sabbatical from your phone because addiction is very, very real. Just think about if you leave the house and don't have your phone. Do you panic? Hell yeah, you do. Most people cannot be off their phone for longer than 15 minutes. Read Cal Newport's book, Digital Mentalism, and he's also got another fantastic book called Deep Work. Both will change your life. If you can get off your phone and start doing other things that are much more meaningful and don't put your brain on autopilot, guess what you're going to feel? You're going to feel more ease and grace and contentment. Most people have no idea what contentment is because all they feel is anxiety, fear, and they can't breathe and they're having heart palpitations and panic attacks. (laughs) And these aren't things, you know, to uh, make light of. But the thing is, is that it is possible, but you have to be willing to do the work. Stop seeking outside of yourself and go inward. All right. Okay, everyone. My name is Amanda Gates. That's my rant. It, like I said, was kind of a ramble gamble, kind of a rant, but the goal is to help you overcome the overwhelm. So I hope that this has been helpful. I hope that you're going to take this uh, information and put it to work for you because the clients that I have worked with, the clients that um, I have given these tools to and have worked with them with this, it's completely and dramatically changed their life. So to find true contentment, you have to do these practices. You have to do the, the, the work to cultivate your chi. And that's how you're going to find inner peace. And then you become the spectator and you don't give a shit what's going on in the world because nothing affects you. And you're calm and content and life just goes, you're basically the eye of the storm, which is exactly where you want to be. And you have the power to do that. Don't forget that. You are an exceptionally powerful being. Whether you've been told otherwise, which we all have, but you can create 
your own reality. All right, everyone. If you want to find out more about the workshop that Sharita and I did, it's on the homepage of the website, uh, interiorvibes.com. The button is right at the top. Uh, I'm going to keep that up for maybe a couple of weeks now uh, before I pull it down. And then don't forget, I also have online booking now. Woohoo! Um, we got all that set up. So if you would like to, I've got a new service where I'm doing the floor plan readings via email uh, to save time, but most importantly, just to have an affordable option to get this uh, valuable wisdom um, for everyone who's at home going, oh my God, Amanda, my feng shui is so off. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you for listening. And hey, trust the vibe because the energy never lies. <laughs>